0: Hello, this is Jeff Williams, Chief Coach for BizShotters.com. I want to welcome you to our latest episode of our podcast series, Running a Great Business After 50. I'm very pleased today to welcome a special guest, Reno Lovison, owner of Reno Lovison Marketing. Hi, Reno.
1: Hey, how you doing, Jeff?
0: Well, great to have you today. Uh, as we customarily start off on these interviews, uh, we'd like to ask you to share a little bit of your background with the listeners.
1: Sure. Um, let's see. I, I never quite know how far to go back, but um, I would like to share with your listeners, I guess primarily, that um, <clears throat> most of the business that I've been engaged with in the last many years has been marketing related, and that currently manifests itself as the fact that I'm primarily in the in the video production business. But lately I've been like, telling people that um, yeah, I started out as a marketing company that did some video and about maybe five or six years ago now sort of changed my front door so that I am now a video production company that does some marketing so basically I can't get away from from marketing because uh, when you're working with people in video production you're trying to help them solve their marketing issues and increase business and that's the stuff I particularly like to do so That's kind of where I am currently. And as far as my bio, uh, just years of um, marketing-related business. I've been sort of a serial entrepreneur. I started out very young. Uh, I think uh, I I may have mentioned to you that I started, my mother had a a collection agency when I was in probably high school, and I think that was my first entrepreneurial venture with her. We went into did some mail order. And I went on to get into retail and then did repping, and and, uh, everything sort of led to to where I am today. So uh, that's the short story, Jeff.
0: Now, are you from Chicago?
1: I am. I grew up on the south side, and I lived in the Pullman area for a while, which is a historic area of Chicago that recently got historic uh, designation. And uh, moved to South Shore, went to high school in Hyde Park. So, yeah, I have a long, long history in Chicago. Very good. Yeah.
0: Well, and terrific. it keeps getting longer. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk a little yeah. bit first about this whole topic of small business marketing. It's,
1: it's sure. different
0: than That's corporate marketing. That's what I marketing. love to talk about, yeah. Uh, You know, I spent 18 years in corporate marketing. You know, I'm an MBA guy who was trained to do that. And quite honestly, in corporate marketing, you waste a lot of money and a lot of resources. You just throw it around. In small business, we have to be a lot more precise about what we do, not only because we don't have a ton of money, but we also don't have a lot of manpower. We don't have a whole staff to say, okay, go do this project. It's you know, usually the owner and maybe somebody else. Sure. And as we were talking recently, you know, technology has had a, a dramatic effect on a lot of things in our lives, but probably no more than on the way people can market in small business. So let's kind of talk about what are the two or three areas that a small business owner really needs to be staying focused on in the whole marketing arena today?
1: Well, first I want to respond to your limited resources because that is absolutely true. And as a small business person, you're constantly looking at what resources do you have. And that's really where it starts because I think in a corporate world, correct me if I'm wrong, but you often start with what resources do we need. Um, So there's the difference to begin with. Because a small business person could say, well, I need X and Y resources, and uh, X often is money, and and then you go, well, I don't know where I'm going to get that money because I'm just starting out, and uh, or we have limited resources. So, so very often you have to come from the point of view of, you know, all right, what do we have to work with, and how can we best utilize those resources? Um, so... That, you know, in fact, I just had a conversation with a client the other day, and I said, you know, I've spent, uh, and here's, I'm going to use the word 30, the number 30, but I always tell people, you know, try not to say that you've done anything for more than 25 years, because otherwise people think you're older than dirt, you know, so, (laughs) but I'm going to say that for the last 30 years, um, for sure, you know, I've been involved with small business, uh, my own small business and other people's small businesses, so, I have a tendency to try to find the leanest way to do something. And I had to remind a client the other day, I said, you know, if that's a problem for you, you know, let me know, because this is a client who said, well, we don't mind spending a little bit of money here and there if we have to, you know. And I said, just understand, I come from this point of view that I'm always looking for the leanest way to do things. So what was your question again? I think I went off on a tangent.
0: Well, there were, what we say are the two or three uh, areas of organizing your marketing you really need to keep tight focus on today. Now, if you're sitting down, say it's Monday of a new week. What are the two or three things you really got to be looking, keeping in mind during that week about your marketing?
1: Well, you know, certainly that is different for everyone, and and I think it's more about as answering that question for yourself. So I would turn that back on you and say that the the thing that your listeners and all of us need to think about is that we should have some kind of a plan. We should be asking ourselves, okay, what are the projects that we want to push forward? What are the things that we want to communicate? And, uh, you know, what are are we trying to accomplish? So I think it's different for every person, but it starts with, with having a plan. So, for instance, for me lately, I derive the majority of my business through face-to-face networking, and and that's part of the inspiration for talking to you today, uh, to talk to you a little bit about networking. Um, As as you know, I'm the author of a book called Turn Your Business Card into Business that I wrote uh, about six years ago Uh, that's all about face-to-face networking. And so for me, it, it often starts with looking and saying, okay, what opportunities are there this week for me to go and present myself in front of somebody? and uh, and expand my network and, and meet some new people. Uh, then it also is, you know, what can I do to follow up with people that I already know that I've already met? Who can I reach out to and keep the conversation going? Um, today, sales... The approach to sales is a little bit more soft. So, in other words, it's unlikely today that we're picking up the phone and doing cold calling. And, and you know, I'm not calling you and saying, "Hey, Jeff, what? Yeah, uh, you got any ideas for video this week? You thinking? Uh, you know, got any videos in the pipeline for the year or something?" Um, people don't want to have those kinds of conversations. But, um, but more. Lo- more soft conversations like what are you up to, what's going on, you know, staying top of mind, understanding what your needs are, uh, keeping the dialogue going. I think that's what's important. Uh, and social media is really all about that today. It's all about keeping the conversation going, keeping top of mind, and not being too much in your face. Right. Um, yep. So, yeah, so there you go. That's, uh, that's the way I would approach it.
0: All right. Well, before we get into a conversation about networking, which is uh, really valuable to talk about, let me ask one other marketing-related question. Mm -hmm. Because we do have limited time, money, and resources, what are some tips on how to evaluate? Let's say you've got two or three potential marketing opportunities. What would be the, the first one or two things you would do to say, yeah, this one's more preferable than that one?
1: So you have two or three marketing opportunities. Could you give me an example of what you mean by that? Well,
0: let's say you can go to, you can go to Philadelphia to a conference and speak not as a main speaker but as a breakout speaker, and you can meet maybe 100 people. Number okay. two is you can spend 20 hours working on a new uh, information product and try to get a draft done in the next week or two. And number three might be a friend recommended that you call somebody who might be a good connection for you. How do you evaluate where to put your time there?
1: yeah um I think what comes to mind immediately for me is to is to look at the potential return on investment or r o i as people like to say you know so you can say where or I like to just say where are you going to get your best bang for your buck you know so and whether that quote unquote buck is a dollar or whether it's um uh five hours of your time um where are your resources best allocated so I think you always have to be asking yourself that question you know Um, so and it's not always that easy either so I would say you have to do your best to try to evaluate that and then secondly um, you know you have to see well how can how can I kind of multitask and maybe do all those things I mean the, the three things you mentioned to me, don't seem particularly mutually exclusive because uh, on your way to the conference, you could be, if you're flying there, you could be, you know, working on the other project. And uh, when you're in the cab, you could be making that follow-up phone call. So, um, you know, time management and return on investment, I think you need to analyze those things.
0: Very good. All right. Well, let's talk about networking. Uh, Networking, in some regards, has kind of been uh, misdescribed in recent times. Uh, people think this is you know, going to a Chamber of Commerce social event and working in the crowd for an hour and a half where uh, everybody's trying to sell everybody else. But there's uh, many different other kinds of networking today. Tell us more about the modern-day form of networking.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I guess what I could speak to is my vision of networking, and hopefully that fits into the, uh, quote-unquote, modern-day vision, um, although I, I'm at odds a, at times with some people. And and also, you know, that's a function, since we're talking, you know, primarily to an over-50 crowd, um, you know, within your podcast here and in, in your particular um, uh, uh, clientele that you work with. You know, I would say that we tend to bring a whole lot more experience and information uh, to to what we do and so our perspective sometimes is a little bit different but I would say that the thing that people forget about networking is networking is about building a network it's not about meeting people it's not just it's not just about um, uh, the act of meeting people so The idea of network is to increase your sphere of influence. So that's the core part of it. And then so you should be asking yourself, how can I increase my sphere of influence? And that starts with the people who are closest around you. And then the networking part, this is the thing that I think people sort of forget about. The networking part is that I want to reach into your network. So here's an example. As we're doing it this right this minute, all the things that we've talked about are things that you and I have actually participated in um, consciously and unconsciously, let's say, in the last few weeks. Um, you know, you and I are in, let's say, not constant contact with each other, but we're, we're periodically touching base, right? So so what happened recently is I think maybe I reached out to you, and I said, hey, Jeff, you know, what's going on, and, and let's talk. And then that led to, you know, why don't you appear, you know, be a guest on my podcast, and now I'm here. Uh, and we're talking together, and we're renewing our uh, acquaintance and information about each other and learning more about each other, and you are introducing me to your network. That's what we want to have happen. And um, that's what networking that's the essential part of networking is that it's not about the one-to-one relationship between, in this case, you and I, uh, even though we have a one-to-one relationship, we've done business with each other. It's it's also about you being me being part of your network and you being part of my network, which means that we would refer each other and that we would expose each other to the people that we know. Right, right.
0: You know, there are... When I was trained many, many years ago in sales, the whole emphasis was on the selling event.
1: Exactly, and that's that's what we're – yeah, exactly. We're getting away from that. Go ahead. And
0: mm-hmm. salespeople used to be kind of uncomfortable about what to do in between selling because every customer has a cycle to their purchase. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some things, you know, food items that you're buying every week or maybe twice a week, but most of us – a typical purchase occurs no more than every six months and maybe every couple of years in, in the corporate right. world. Yeah. And I remember being a young salesman and saying, thinking to myself, well, okay, I sold this customer what they immediately said they wanted, but they've already told me they're not going to buy again for a year. Well, what do I do in between? Right. And in the, in the old days, you would just largely ignore them. You, yeah, you would just yeah exactly you, you would go on to the next one because you were cold calling crazy, well today that's not the situation. The situation is I don't want to just have a selling event with you, I want to have an information sharing uh, relationship with you, and that's what you're talking about here, and that's where social media comes in to a certain extent i mean you can
1: oh absolutely well exactly now, and here that's a good segue into my sort of approach to networking is uh in What I picked up on from what you just said is I want to talk about making an initial encounter and then following up with that person, okay? And that's where social media comes in. I think where many people... I don't want to say make a mistake, but they, you know, what people find don't necessarily work for them is they say, you know, I'm on social media all the time, I'm doing this, it's not really generating business for me, okay? Um, some people are lucky, and it does, but that's a different approach. Um, but I find that the way I do it and the way I recommend, particularly for local businesses, and we'll talk about that in a second, and also the idea that most businesses are local on some level, is that first I like to make a contact with somebody and create a relationship and then I use social media to build that relationship so I was at at an event last night I met two new people Um, we I try to have a a good conversation with each of them where we have some social conversation so we get a little idea who each other is and you know what this person is like and you know do I like them and do I want to continue to you know, have a relationship on some level with them. And then secondly, um, try to find out a little bit more in depth about what it is they do. And hopefully they've learned a little bit about what I do. And then I follow up with social media. I find out with like, hey, let's, I'm going to connect with you on LinkedIn. Is that okay? Almost everybody says yes. Um, And then I follow up with a personal email that maybe shares a link or some piece of information that we talked about. Here's the link I told you I would send you, that sort of thing. And now I'm on my way to building a relationship with that person. You see what I mean? Yeah. And then I continue to use social media to um, to keep in contact with that person. So hopefully, you know, they'll see me periodically on Twitter. They'll see me periodically on LinkedIn. Maybe they'll see me periodically on Facebook if we're connected there. Um, and I don't use that to sell, but I use that so that when they log into LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook, on a regular basis, they're seeing my face and going, oh, I remember that guy. That's that guy I met, and so on. So using social media to build and expand that relationship.
0: Well, you're right on. I mean, this is something that we work with our startup clients on, and that is the building of expert status. Because if you're perceived as an expert in your niche, no matter how narrow your niche is, if you're perceived as an expert, you really don't have to sell. Absolutely. right. People come to you with a need and they say, Mr. Expert, can you help me solve this problem or this challenge? <clears throat> and then it's really not a matter of selling. It's a matter of explaining. Here's what we are need to do. And sometimes you have to educate them a little bit to understand because Potential customers don't always understand the value immediately of what you're going to offer them, so you have to do a little education, but that's where the website is so powerful. You can right. put all kinds of stuff up on the website. You can you know, do a little video clip, which is your specialty, and you can say, here's everything you need to know about the search engine optimization, and you can have another one on, here's what you need to know about partnering and marketing. Mm -hmm. and you can put these little vignettes up, and it goes a long way toward not only building expert status, but people are self-conscious about asking what they think are dumb questions. Well, help them out.
1: And people don't always fully understand what it is that you do, and it takes time, you know, giving examples, giving bits of information, um, builds expert status, but it also starts to, you know, yeah, for instance, I say, well, I'm in the video production business. So what does that mean? Well, you know, I mean, there are things like I don't do weddings. I don't do social events, bar mitzvahs, things like that I do, business-related video, you know. So when I put examples of videos that I do out there, people begin to get the idea of of what I do. Say, oh, that's the kind of video you do. Okay, cool. You know, I need something like that or I don't or I'll think about it. Um, so, So you're right. I mean, you need to, you know, continue to put little things out there. I will caution people, though, that don't be – continually promoting. I mean, you need to occasionally post something about yourself, post something, you know, this is the thing that even I dropped the ball, we all dropped the ball on. And, and you'll hear this kind of pushback. You say, well, people say, well, I don't, I don't care about what everybody's eating today. You know, uh, the kind of joke is that, you know, people are, are um, posting things that seem unimportant, right? Uh, But, As I said to someone last night, I said, you know, I understand that comment, but it's those seemingly unimportant things that we do every day that is what makes up a life. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. And when we share some of these little things about ourselves, it's what makes us human and connects us and so on. And so, you know, the only thing I would caution is, you know, don't overdo it and try to share things that might be Somewhat helpful to the people that you're that you're working with, but but talk a little bit about you and and el- not always just promoting your product or your service or or your expertise, you know. So so I would say the thing that we often forget to do is you know just if you're at a, at an event, um, just you know that's a good opportunity to post a picture and just say here I am at this event. And, oh wow, you were at that event. That's cool. I was at WordPress. Uh, Uh, users group last night okay so and I didn't do it I should have take a picture and just say hey I'm here at the WordPress users group you know that might resonate with somebody and say uh, they might call me and ask me a WordPress question that might lead to a video project down the road you see what I mean absolutely yeah Uh, here I am you know you might say well here's a great meal I'm having I mean you know share a good one but then people say oh god I love that restaurant you know oh and next time they talk to you say oh gee I uh, you know I go there all the time or this is a good place to network whatever but um so some of these little innocuous things can just help make you more personable, more human and c- help you connect with people. Great.
0: Great. Well, before we kind of get to the wrap up here, let me just ask you. I'm I'm always
1: most I want excited. to talk for another hour here. <laughs> well, I know you do.
0: We'll do that another time. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that really excites me in talking to my entrepreneurial friends is when they have something new, you know, in the works. That's Because I, I love product development. That's something I work on all the time.
1: Sure. So what's
0: new and wonderful in Reno's world?
1: Oh, gosh. The two things that the year kicked off with right now is, and it's funny that you said that product development, I also love that too. So I had done, and I'm I'm, I'm sort of a little bit more free to talk about this now because I was involved in some product development with a client, but uh, back in November, just three or four months ago I uh, did three videos for a client and after we finished the videos we were talking about this and they mentioned a product that they that they had uh, that was an older model of the one that we had done and and anyway I came up with an idea how we can uh, rejuvenate that product And we've been developing it for the last uh, three months now, and as of yesterday, I saw the first one all put together and ready to go out the door, and we took a picture of it, and we've got three corporate clients who are going to test it for two months, and then we're going to unveil it after that. So um, that's kind of exciting, and that's a a product development, and that's a, that's a, a perfect instance of where my video production led to further marketing consulting.
0: Right, right, okay. absolutely.
1: And that mm-hmm. sort of also sort of explains how I operate. You know, we, you know, I might have done the video and that would have been the, the end of what we do. But, you know, you, you have experienced that too, right? I mean, you know, I did video for you and we ended up talking about some marketing-related things, obviously, right? So, well, absolutely,
0: because in order to do an effective video, the videographer has to understand the marketing message and the marketing goal. And, you know, you, you know, I, I remember when we first talked about doing uh, a video promo piece for our virtual incubator coaching program, um, I needed to understand a little bit more clearly how this was going to be done because I don't particularly like to appear in videos. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just don't, it's not, I don't consider myself really comfortable in that kind of environment. And you said, no, no, don't worry about that. We're not, you know, we're not going to have to do that. And you produce an outstanding video that really tells the story of the product. It's up on our BizStarter's website that you know I, I don't appear anywhere in it well there is one picture of me in toward the yeah, end but exactly uh, right. yeah. Yeah. So. well let's um, let's wrap up for day can you give our listeners the best web address in order to learn more about uh, what you do
1: sure uh, my website renoweb.net is um, really a portfolio of the work that I've done and anyone who's interested could see uh, just about all of the, not all, but many, many of the videos. I noticed there's a couple hundred videos on there. So, and it's uh, uh, organized by category. So, depending on the kind of video you're looking for, you can go there and see if uh, see some examples. And it's always good to look at examples and and then. Uh, whether you're working with me or someone else, you can say, oh, I want something that looks like this, or I don't want it to look like this at all, you know. Uh, it could, at the very least, it could serve as a bad example, but hopefully you'll find some things in there that you think, oh, you know, I'd like to do something similar to that.
0: That's a great way to do it, because quite often you don't know what you
1: want in a video because you never did one before. And and it helps me, too, when people show me what they like. I say, you know, I like this type of style, and they say, okay, great, we'll do something. And now I know sort of what you're thinking about, so...
0: Moreno, well, it's great to have you today. Thank you so much for sharing with our audience, and I'll look forward to staying in touch with you during 2017.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and thanks for having me on and, and exposing me to your network and, and helping me share some information with, uh, with the people you're working with.